what is the best workflow to find the animation style of a new project? I like this one a lot because this is not an obvious thing. It's the kind of thing that doesn't usually come up um, in yeah. school, that's for sure. So how do you tackle this? So I'm an animator, but I, I worked at DreamWorks Animation for a while. And what's cool about that place is that they didn't have like a house style. Like mm -hmm. at Pixar, most of the movies live in the same kind of style of animation, which is also really good. I'm not saying that that's bad by any means. But at DreamWorks, there's a whole range of animation styles for the different films. And so there was one time where I had to go from Madagascar 3, which you know the style of Madagascar, into um, Guardians, Rise of the Guardians, which is a completely different style. Um, a much more naturalistic animation. And then I think right after that, I went to Penguins of Madagascar, mm. or um, maybe Crudes first and then Penguins of Madagascar. But the, the styles were very different. So you get like whiplash going between the the style of animation that you're required to do. And so for me, it was a struggle and it took a lot of just like studying mm. what other people were doing on the project, things that the supervisors or leads thought was successful on that project. And with Madagascar, you had two whole other films to look at for the style. But yeah. I like, literally frame by framing, taking their the work that was successful and figuring out the timings that they were using, yeah. figuring out the cushion, the spacing, all those like choices that they were doing that described that the style movement for that project. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, it's not terribly unlike drawing, right? Like when you look at a certain type of drawing, the, the style is represented by patterns. It's choices, right? There is a there's a recipe that's being used. So as an animator, you need to find the recipe, the same thing, but it's in in a different dimension. It's obviously in the movement and usually the posturing. Um, so yeah, it's like like David said. You hopefully you have some sort of reference has already been sort of either generated by maybe one of the more senior animators that's sort of driving the, the the look of the project or maybe there's an existing project that is the main reference that could be either a sequel or a prequel or 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 maybe even a completely different unrelated movie that people are like hey we want to look like one of the pop one of the most like most requested stylistic references uh in the last decade is hands down has been um into the spider-verse uh, just because it was very fresh and everyone was excited by it. And, uh, and, you know, if you take a look at it, there's a bunch of qualities to it that are very, very apparent once you start to dig into it. Like the fact it was on twos, like the fact that, um, you know, that, um, the, their action poses were usually held for a little longer and the, the, you know, and they were very graphic. Like you could put that on a poster. It was so good. Like it, there's things that are in there that just need to be kind of reproduced, um, you know, consistently to make it fit in with the style. Right. Totally. And yeah. so it comes down to that studying. Yeah, study a lot of studying for sure. And I mean, usually you, you know, hopefully you get a little bit of time when you're new on the project to kind of ramp up and climatize to that, right? Usually. Yeah, I mean, I usually felt like on almost every project I've worked on, I feel like I really get the hang of the style mm. on the last week of production. <laughs> <laughs> just when you nail it, it's already yeah. done. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't matter if you're working on the movie for two years or yeah, yeah. two months, but. Uh, it's always the last week that you're like, I finally understand yeah. exactly how this yeah. style works. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, being an animator and all, you have obviously a very good sense of timing. So figuring that out at the very end, good timing. But I mean, the other way to read this question would be, um, imagine you are doing your own personal project or what if you are, maybe you are the supervising animator or, you know, whatever, and you have been asked to come up with the style. That's a whole other way to read this question. Mm -hmm. Um, how would you approach a problem like that? 
I actually did approach a problem like that. Wow. I was part of a team with, uh, well, I was part of many people trying sure. to figure out this, the style for trolls ah, um, because oh, we wanted that. something different and hmm. uh, that wasn't part of the, the existing styles that were in DreamWorks right. filmography. So we are not going down the road of like how to train your dragon and not going to Madagascar either. We are trying to find a different sort of style within that. And so I did many tests uh, as well as did a bunch of my peers of trying to experiment with different styles mm. with, um, uh, for example, like pushing the hold as long as possible and then snap down in like one yeah. frame into yeah. a new pose. Like family um, guy, family guy, one frames. The, yeah, stuff like that. And some of it was successful and some of it wasn't. And some yeah. of it ended up um, making its way into parts of the film. Right. And so, others was just thrown out completely. So what was that process like then? So because it sounds like you were experimenting with things. So like, was yeah. there a phase of the project before you started? Like it was a pre-production and you were mm -hmm. just you and some other people were just allowed to just try stuff and then yes. like review it with the director and then be like, yeah, we like this. Not so much this. And just after a bunch of trial and error, you came up with a collection of ideas. That is exactly it. Wow, it was. I was there. It, it is. It's like you were in the room. But yeah, we would we would just try things. We would take audio from the actors that we had already had, and sometimes if the actor hadn't recorded yet, we'd take something from their other works. Right. That's um, and, that way it climatizes and, to the actual mm -hmm. character, like the voices right. even. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, animating, like just experimenting and trying things. Uh, yeah. There's, in fact, I don't know how how much can I derail this? Can I show you? Go for it, some man. Some stuff that, that um, with Cooper, who was a character that I was um, leading, we experimented with. I don't know if you've seen Trolls or if anybody else. Has. I have. I have definitely have. I really enjoyed that movie, actually. Cooper is a character for anybody who doesn't know who has four legs. Yeah. Um, but they wanted him to play a harmonica at one point, <laughs> and so how do you do that with four legs? Indeed. So. I was tasked with coming up with um, some <laughs> ideas for that. Yeah. Can That's I share a my fun screen? Problem to solve. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so this was trying to figure out how we could make Cooper play a harmonica. What we did was use the the Muppets approach, which is not show his lower half. And then you have someone else stick their hand up. <laughs> and so this is actually a different troll, one of the crowd trolls that I just stretched his arms really high up. Uh, out of, and so there's a troll beneath frame there that is not being used and you think that they're Cooper's hands. But it has that very Muppet quality where yeah. it's like it just sticks from beneath. And then... Um, some of the stylistic choices in there, like throwing his head back, was also very Muppety, because um, Mike Mitchell had said that, that the director had said that that was something that they wanted to experiment with too. So I was playing with the Muppet type feeling for this. You know what's awesome about that solution is not only did you solve it, but you kind of created a bit of a gag. You know, like yeah. it's like it, 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 it you're, you're lucky because that character uh, was built almost to like suit that solution because of the long neck. So because yeah. it allows you to like have the clearance, have the body out of the shot, but still have a nice close up and have these mm -hmm. uh, these arms kind of comically just up in the shot um, right. without without having to show what was going on there at all. It's like it's it's kind of got a nice almost a bit of a, a nod to the Muppets in a big way because the characters <laughs> yeah. had a bit of a Muppet-esque look to them anyways, mm -hmm. right? So Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, and so the best part about that is that everybody loved it and it was very successful, um, at least from the point of view of the directors and the leads and stuff. And then in the movie, that whole part got cut and the only time he plays the harmonica is in a very sad moment. Mm -hmm. And so they completely dismiss the gag and he just has it in his mouth uh, without, and he's just kind of sighing into it kind of, but he, yeah. there's no playing, there's no right. gag of the hands. So yeah. it never actually made it in the film, but they enjoyed the solutions here. Yeah, no, that's good. That gag was cut. Yeah, I mean, that could be some of the, the the most fun part of the job if you ever get, you know, lucky enough to be kind of on a team early enough to like literally come up with creative solutions to problems like this, because it really feels like you get a, a lot of a lot more ownership than you normally would get um, just by I mean, animating shots is already a big honor. And there's a lot of ownership and a lot of creativity there. But this is like next level when you get a chance to sort of be part of pre-production and try to solve like like directional problems, which is mm -hmm. uh, always fun.